Hey everyone, and welcome back to Chit Chat About This and That. I'm your host, Miss Pookie Poo, and today we're going to be talking about something that is helpful for everyone, including males, females, young teens, I mean young adults. It's just something that's very helpful. It's basically how to have a healthy, successful life. So we're going to jump right into some things that I have learned along the way in my life, things that I've seen from others, things that I saw on the internet and, you know, just anything in general that I've seen that has worked and it's well worth the effort. So let's start with what you put in your body through your mouth. Let's start with the way we eat. So when you get up in the morning, it's always, always important to eat a healthy breakfast. Breakfast is the most important part of your day. And you have to stick with eating a variety of things. If you stick with the same thing, then you'll get bored. You don't want to, you wouldn't want to eat like healthy or stick with the breakfast every morning. If you don't change up things that you eat and how you prepare them. Always stay away from Basically saturated and replace it with unsaturated It's it's healthier for your heart. Trust me, it is. You don't want to get older or nowadays young people are, you know, having heart conditions and high cholesterol and high blood pressure and just so many more things. So replace saturated with unsaturated. Enjoy plenty of fruits and veggies throughout your day. Eat fruits and veggies with your breakfast. Eat fruit and veggies with your snack in between, your lunch, your snack in between, and your dinner. You get a lot of vitamins and it's 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 just great for you. Reduce salt and sugar intake. Salt is in a lot of things that we do pick up and eat. So you always have to check your labels to see how much sodium is in the food or the product that you're eating, as well as with sugar. Eat regularly. So basically eat small meals throughout the day, at least every three hours or four hours. So when you eat your breakfast, about three hours later, eat a small snack. And then three hours later, eat your lunch. And then in between, eat a small snack three hours later. And then after your after it's time for dinner, you'll eat a small snack after dinner. Nothing too heavy, but just small snacks in between. And what you're doing is you're tricking your body to think that it's getting a full meal. And it won't be so hungry or make you feel like you're hungry. And you won't overindulge in snacks or sweets or just eat too much throughout the day. We have that power to manipulate and trick our bodies so use that brain and you know use it for good drink plenty plenty of water now don't overdo it and you drown yourself because our bodies is already made up of a certain amount of water or liquid so we don't want to overdo it I've heard of different cases of people drowning themselves by drinking too much water or at one period of time be careful on how fast you drink the water and how much you are consuming at one period of time Please be careful with that, but drink plenty of water. It helps with your kidneys and livers and flushing them out. Your face will thank you when you're not breaking out. Your intestines will thank you. Just drink, drink plenty of water. One thing I've learned that I've been doing for a while is as soon as I get up in the morning, I'll go to the kitchen and I'll make me eight ounces of warm to hot water. Sometimes I'll put lemon in it. Sometimes I'll put apple cider vinegar, or sometimes I'll put a little bit of honey or you could just drink it plain and you just drink that eight ounces, not fast, like you're, you're thirsty, but just like either sip on it, like you're drinking coffee or tea or just, you know, drink it and maybe 
a two minute time, especially if you're getting ready for work. You don't have time to sit and just sip. Or you can take it with you on the go before you eat your breakfast if you are on the go. But that's what I've learned to do. And what that does is it's a natural free enema that basically a cleanser that moves your intestines like they need to be moved at a quicker pace and it helps you to release what you ate the day before so that when you get your day started and you start eating you won't pile up and build up more food on top of more food in your intestines and you won't just get you won't get a massive buildup or backup and that's if you don't get like a normal or a routine colonic or if you don't get your intestines clean at a doctor on a normal basis these are things that can help you like throughout the day and I drink a cup of hot water every morning before I get up and it does the trick all the time to the point where if I forget or if I don't have time it, I automatically still have the urge to go I know that's TMI but that's life we all do it Anyway, let's move on. Exercising. It's good to exercise 30 minutes daily, whether it's in the morning or it's in the evening or it's at night. Ideally, it's great to exercise in the morning because it gets your brain moving it gets your body moving, your muscles and everything going for the day. And it helps you just to be more alert. Middle of the day is still good and at night is still great. But at least 30 minutes a day or you can do it at least one to two hours a day four to five times a week. So it's up to you which one works for your schedule. Nothing is set in stone. And that's what people, you know, get it twisted. Nothing is set in stone. It's your life, your lifestyle, and what you can fit into each of your hourly of the day. So don't follow somebody else's exercise routine or eating routine if it's not working for your lifestyle. Also, when you go out to eat, don't be afraid to eat something that you like. Just reduce the meal size. If you want to get an adult meal, maybe you can cut it in half and share with the person that's with you. Ask them about it before you go out. Say, hey, can we share a meal today? I'm, try- I'm working on eating better and, and limiting my intake. And if they say yes, go do it. If they say no, still go out. Cut that meal in half, ask for a box right away, box it up, put it to the side and you can eat it the next day. Nothing wrong with heating up your food. It's still food and it still should be good the next day. Or just order you something from the kids menu. Reduce your intake and and you will it will be you'll understand what I'm saying. It it limits you from overeating. And once you reduce your intake, if you feel hungry, add some more veggies, add some more fruits. You know, have you something like a frozen yogurt or just research and understand the the reasons of cutting those portions in half. You can eat some of the things that you like to eat, but if you cut it in half and eat less of it, you'll be okay. Moving on. Uh, let me see. I already talked about drinking hot water. Um, basically, like I said, the benefits of drinking hot water in the morning, like I said, it is like a natural free um process where it moves your bowels and it gets out what you ate the day before before you even get your day started if you drink cold water after you have eaten a meal what happens what I've learned from a diabetic um, and he was an he's an athlete he told me that drinking cold water or ice cold water doesn't really quench your thirst if you're out in the sun if you're exercising or if you're very active it doesn't actually quench your thirst it actually slows down the process 
of what it's supposed to do. As well as if you're drinking a cold beverage or ice cold beverage after you eat a meal, it slows down the digestive process. And what happens is when your body is supposed to be breaking down the foods and removing the fat and moving things this way and that way and to the left, to the left, basically it's not doing what it's supposed to do at the speed it needs to do it at. And it's slowing things down because the liquid is so cold. It's not doing, it's not working properly the way it should at the pace it should be working. So basically you're just piling food on top of food on top of food in your intestines. So what I would normally do sometimes, I don't always get a chance to do this. So don't think I'm perfect, but sometimes I might drink hot water after I finish eating a meal and then I'll give it some time to digest and you know, whatever. And then if I still feel thirsty, I'll drink a cold cup of water or whatever kind of liquid you want to drink. But I usually just drink water. It's to me, water is the best thing in the world. And I drink water 90% of my time every day. So try that. Pick you up a hot eight ounce glass of water with lemon in it or um, drink a hot cup of tea with nothing added, just tea, a black cup of coffee with nothing added, just black coffee or put some lemon in your tea, your water or some apple cider vinegar or honey and drink that after you've eaten a meal. And then if you still are thirsty, you can drink a cup of cool water after. But you'll thank me later. That hot water is, you know, doing what you're moving through your intestines like you need to and pushing those toxins and the bowel movement out of you at a faster pace and at an even pace. And you won't just keep piling up. Also, let's move on. Limit your beef intake. So if you like eating steak and um, what else? Um, steak stubs, steak, um, uh, spaghetti with beef, meatballs, anything like that. It's fine. But just be careful on how much beef you eat because beef is the number one meat that takes a longer time to break down and process in your system. And it will sit and sit and sit. And trust me, TMI. If you eat too much beef, when you do go to that bathroom, you will know, you will know. So please be cautious of how much beef you are intaking weekly, at least once a week. If you do it twice a week, cut it in half. Just be precautious of how much beef you're putting in your body. Uh, Look up different ways to prepare meals that you eat in a healthier way. That way you're not eating the same thing, like I said in the beginning, or you're just changing up how you eat it. If you drown your food in butter or salt or, you know, anything, you know, that's not healthy for you to eat a lot of or on a daily basis. Look up different ways. There are so many different recipes out here online, on blogs. I mean, YouTube, Google, look them up, see what fits you, what fits your taste buds. Don't just go out and buy something because 10 people, 10,000 people said it's the best thing in the world and it does great wonders for them. You know, you need to figure out what seasonings you like, what flavors you like, and then you go ahead and you work with that and you fix it. You make it. It's like a trial and error and see what you like and, and what works for you and what's healthy for you. And, and, you know, just go from there. Let's move on to other things besides eating. So Let's talk about vacationing. It's always good to take a vacation. Take a vacation. Even if you're taking a staycation. Might, you know, go to a hotel for just for the weekend. Saturday and Sunday. Friday night, Saturday and Sunday day. 
Sunday and just relax, go to their pool, go to their gym there, have a sport to do there, have your girlfriends come with you and stay the night with you. Or, you know, if you're not in a committed relationship, you know, have a friend come with you. Or you can just go to your local beach and just go to the beach for the day and just relax all day. Have a good time. Relax on the beach. Feel the, you know, the heat, the hear the waves, whatever relaxes you. Always, always give your body a break and have a vacation for you. Um, also, meditate. I've never meditated before, but I had times where I have just laid my head down and closed my eyes, even when I wasn't tired. And I forced myself just to lay and be calm and still for a little while. And then your mind gets to, you know, thinking about different things and you can even, you know, have your mindset on something that you're, that you're thinking about, that you want to do, you want to accomplish and just meditate. You can also do yoga. Meditation is part of yoga. You know, get yourself into yoga classes or look up yoga classes online and you can do them in the comfort of your own home. That's another way you can live a healthier life. Love more. When you love more, it does wonders for your heart, your mind, your soul, your body. And it's, it's, it's fun, exciting, and it's, it's, it's peaceful. Uh, laughing a lot. That does so much for you that you wouldn't even believe. Laughing more. Even if it's somewhat funny, still just laugh about it. Find things that you know that usually give you a problem, usually give you a hard time, usually make you so mad that you are boiling and just laugh about it. If it's something that your child has done and it makes you upset or your blood gets boiling, walk away, go outside and just laugh about it. Have time with your friends, your girlfriends, your family, your sisters, your brothers, your parents, and just sit around the table, have lunch, have brunch, have dinner. And just laugh, bring up things that make you laugh, that make you happy, that is just joyful in your life. Bring up good memories, things you might want to do in the future or in the present and just laugh a lot more. And then you know that people who laugh a lot are a little bit more happier than people who don't take time to laugh. And they have good things going for themselves, whether it's big or small. So when you finish listening to this podcast, take some time. Go laugh. Go watch a movie that's very funny. That's a com- a comedy movie. Just go watch it and just laugh, laugh, laugh. It's it's it does wonders for your soul. Stay away from useless conflicts. Now, some problems or some stress is is good for you. It's good for the body. It's good for the soul. It keeps you up alert. But when you have too much, that's when you can cause health problems and stress in your life can cause very bad health problems. It, it will do wonders to your body that you do not want to happen. So try your best to stay away from useless conflicts. Someone says something you don't like, roll it over your head, walk away, go breathe, go laugh, take a few minutes to laugh about it and move on. If you have a conflict with somebody, if they always think they're right, just be like, you know what? You're right. And just walk away. Eventually they will know that you're just, you're basically just shutting them up by saying you're right and moving on. And maybe it'll click in their brains and maybe they will, you know, understand that they're not always right or that you don't want to hear what they have to say. Let's see what else we can do. We can compliment other people often or more. Maybe your coworkers, your family, your friends, your husband, your wife, give a compliment. It's nothing wrong with that. I compliment people. And if I see someone, they're having a nice dress. Oh, I really like your dress. That's very pretty. The color looks very nice on you. 
Or you might say, you know what? Like I told my cousin the other day, you look like you're losing weight. And she was, she is in a process of losing weight. And it wasn't a jab. I was just basically saying, you look like you're losing weight. And that was another way of saying, you know, you're looking good. You're looking healthier and you know, you're looking happier. And you know, she said, thank you. So when I was losing weight, whenever someone said, you're looking good or you're looking like you're losing weight, that made me feel good. And it wasn't a jab. I felt like it was a positive thing because what I was doing Others were seeing physically and that made me feel good. Uh, Inspire somebody, motivate somebody. When you motivate and inspire and help someone else, it makes you feel good inside. And when you feel good inside, you will look good on the outside and it'll motivate you to help more. Or you can motivate that person to motivate somebody else. And it's a chain reaction. Good people that project good vibes on other people. That is the trend that we want to continue to make or start or just motivate others to do donate to charity food banks if your neighbor if you know your neighbor is in need you can donate to your neighbor we have plenty of people in this world who live right next door to us that might have a home but don't have a lot of the means that they need to support their family to support their self and if you figure that they are struggling or if you don't even know they're struggling still go over and say hey I made this today and I wanted to just, you know, the kindness of my heart, come and give it to you. Or if they have children, you can say, hey, I went to the store and I went shopping and I thought about your kids and I wanted just to give this to you. No strings attached. It's just something from my heart. You know, give it to them and keep it moving. But it's always good to do something for somebody else when you're happy, when you're not happy, when you're stressed, when you're worried. Do something for somebody else, even if it's giving an encouraging word, a smile positivity or gifting something to someone it doesn't always have to be money involved you can always help someone without having to have money in your hand and that's what people have to learn you can always help someone um any type of way basically you can buy something you've always wanted to buy and that that's a good way to have a healthy happy successful life let's say you've been wanting to buy a nice bed spread with a comforter and I mean the skirt and everything the pillows and it's a little pricey and it's not in your range and you want to save money for a rainy day once in a blue moon just buy it just splurge if you have it just do it it will make you feel better you don't have to just be tight so much if you have it Get that one thing. Now, I'm not saying go splurge every weekend and go shopping every weekend and buy thousands of dollars of stuff that you know that you're just going to just sit and admire. You can use that money to help somebody else or to save just in case. But every once in a blue moon, if you really want something, you don't know if you should get it and you keep just procrastinating with it. If it's going to be helpful to you, your life or someone else, buy it. Just splurge and get it and and see how it'll make you feel. Also, find a hobby or practice that you enjoy doing and work hard at it. Craft it, share it with others and get others involved with you. Having a hobby, it, it puts life into perspective and it helps you to understand who you really are inside and what what are some things that really motivate you and that you really enjoy doing and and it goes a long way you know I've recently started writing books because in school I was always interested in writing and like reading and literacy classes and when I went to taking courses in college I enjoyed the literacy classes and English classes I just enjoy writing and telling stories and so 
I just picked up a pen and just started writing and I finished my first adult book and I'm in the process of getting it proofread and getting all the grammar correct and then getting it printed or working with a company to get it sold um, on a website where people can download it electronically and just read it from their phone, tablet, computer, iPad, whatever, and just see where it takes me. And I've also written children's books that I'm waiting on to get typed up and printed as well. So do something that you enjoy doing or that you always wanted to do and you never took the time to start it. Just start it and see what happens. And just stick with healthy relationships and friendships at the end of the day. We all like people. We all have to be included in something and we all, you know, and need at least need that one good friend or two good friends or that one good relationship or that you know, your husband or your fiance or your girlfriend, you know, we always need, you know, good people around us, good vibes around us. Have you ever been around somebody that was always negative? Because I have. And the negativity starts to drain you out after a while. And it's not good. It's a domino effect. And I had to release myself from that negativity and from that drama and that confusion because I wasn't 100% happy. I was doing it just to be be around people that I do enjoy being around but that negativity that I was around it was draining me and it was just it was just it wasn't the good a good look and a good space for me so I had to release myself from that and once I did and I stuck with it I started doing things that I enjoy doing opening up new chapters going through different doors and finding out things that I really enjoy doing or just being you know a, a a good person to other people and, and not being around negativity. So stick with healthy relationships and friendships, do healthy things, positive things, and you will see your life just change and just be more exciting and more worthwhile. And you won't have to sit and ponder or wonder, or you won't have to just say, you know, life is not what I want it to be. Even if you have troubles in life, we all go through things. We all have things we're working on. No one's life is perfect. If you find that balance and and work on some of these things that I've talked about or accomplish some of these things I've talked about in this podcast, at least one or five or 10 or all of them, you will see a change in your life for the good. And you have to stick with it. And all you can go is up, 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 up. Okay. thank you for listening. I hope you stuck around for this whole episode of my podcast, how to live a healthy positive lifestyle and it's just not with eating it's with the things you do as well until next time i will catch you in another episode of my podcast hopefully i will have a guest on my show again and i will talk to you later bye